0: My new life begins with this. I am standing on the mountain. Amén. First off, I just want to thank everybody for being here. I know Ronnie would be glad to have everybody here. Uh, I sung that last song.
1: <sighs>
0: Ronnie loved hearing me say at church, especially bluegrass music. <laughs> but uh, he's been good to me all my life. So he's raised me, he's been a good dad, he's been there for me. I'm going to miss uh, having that person to call when I can't figure something out. There's so many blessings in my life that I can thank Him for. Keeping our family together when times got hard. For loving everybody and showing me what it's like to be a stepfather and being a better stepfather myself because of it.
1: we
0: have got five beautiful kids. I wouldn't give anything for them i got a family that I love just as much as he did. And there ain't a soul in this family that I hate. If it's one thing, the good Lord's raised me and taught me. He's taught me to love everyone. Forgive your enemies. Bless. Love always overcomes evil. No matter what you go through in life. Bless. You know, a lot of things won't be the same anymore, but... You know, I know he's in a better place and I prayed the night that he died, I said, Please Lord, just take him home. He don't need to be suffering no more because that's all he was doing for a while was just suffering and going through pain. And you know, he told me in the, the last time I talked to him in the emergency room, he said, You know, I'm just he said, I'm just tired, Bubby. I said, I know Ronnie, I know you are. That last time I got to tell to tell him I loved him and talked to him. At least I got to hear, "Hey, Bubby," one more time. Bless you, my friend. Beginning him in church and and uh, seeing the change that I seen. I've never seen Ronnie love the Lord my whole life. Never seen him even go to church or even talk about it. But when he seen the good Lord break Mama through what she brought brought her through in the hospital, and, you know, when he's seen the power of prayer with him, and I sit there and prayed over his bed every single day that I went up there. And I know it's what helped him get saved, and I know that's what helped him get to heaven. You know, and he, he was this. His testimony he left behind was that uh, he wished he'd have done it sooner. The day, the day after he got saved, he went to, uh, well, I mean, it was about six months. He couldn't taste his food, he couldn't eat, he couldn't do anything like that. And, uh, you know, he got saved. And, he said that morning, he prayed to the good Lord over his breakfast. He said, just please just help me get my appetite back and my taste back. He said I, and she said, I just want to be able to eat again and taste my food. He went to lunch that day. I guess where he was working at, somebody asked him if he wanted a plate of food. And they give it to him. And he said it was like a miracle. He could taste his food. He ate that whole plate of food. And I guess it's probably the only whole plate he ate the whole time. He was <laughs> sick this last time. But, uh, you know, a good thing for puddings and insurers, I guess. So... Uh, but now Ronnie was a blessing in my life and you know, I, I, I love everything about him he was he was good to me and my family and I wanted you know and I thank him for all that and I thank all of y'all too for being here for us and, and is there anything anybody else wants to come up and say you're more than welcome to come on up here
1: alright We'll go, Lord, in prayer. Father, we thank You, Lord. You're the God of all comfort. Lord, You carry us through the valleys. You come to us in our hour. Lord, You remember we're just dust. And You love us. And You help us. Lord, we pray even right now, Lord, You'd comfort the hearts of the morning. And Lord, help us. I pray, Lord, to be able... To go on, not stop. I know in this life, Lord, there's no stopping place. We must pick up and we must go on till we get to that eternal home. And I pray, dear Father Lord, for those are mourning here today. That Lord, you would uh, carry them through this this sorrowful time. This this time, Lord, when we've got to let go. Time, Lord, when we got to say goodbye. Time, Lord, when we got to remember. How things used to be. We love Brother Ronnie, Lord, and we're going to miss him. We pray for this grieving family and pray for these that have come to show their sympathy, Lord. I pray you'd bless all that are here today and, and Lord, help us all, I pray, dear Lord, today. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. Charles, uh, Ronnie Lindsay, beloved. Husband, father, grandfather, and great-grandfather passed away on Thursday, October the 26, 2023 at home in Bowling Green, Kentucky. He was 71 years of age. He's preceded in death by his late father, Charles Lindsay, and his mother, Joy Lee Lindsay. One brother, Lee Lindsey, and two sisters, Wilma Ann Jones, and Diana Lynn Pippins. Charles leaves behind his wife, Janetta Richmond Lindsey, to whom he's been married to for 38 years. Three children, Charles Allen Lindsey, Jason Lindsey, and Dustin Lindsey. Five stepchildren, Pete, Yvonne, Connie, Timmy, and Patrick. Three sisters, Sandra Lloyd, Barbara Fulford, and Lunell Philpott. Charles Lindsay had 16 grandchildren and 7 great-grandchildren. That's 23 crowns. Proverbs 17, verse 6 says, Children's children are the crown of old men. Everybody don't get them crowns. He had 23. If you knew Charles, you'd know he loved fishing on Barren River Lake and camping at the Narrows. And uh, we have that in common. I fished almost all my life. I fished for men now, but I. I have to admit, I spent a lot of time on the water myself, and uh, I'm just glad that he was saved. I tell you, I was there today, the Brother Ronnie got saved, and what a blessing that was, and you talking about a change in a man, boy, will he ever be missed. He brought two boxes of crisp green donuts every Sunday morning. As a pastor of a church, i have to admit, i got one or two myself, amen. <laughs> I ain't got many teeth left, but they're all sweet tooth, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 5, it says that the living know that they shall die. Ronnie done something about that. He got saved. I mean got born again wondrously, gloriously saved. Church service was over with, everybody's standing around talking. Ryan had come up there to me and he said, I want to get saved. Well that's about how easy it is. I'll just tell you, salvation is offered to all. All don't have it, all can. Sad part is it's harder to get lost. <clears throat> that is to get saved took me 34 years to get lost took me about 3 seconds to get saved somebody told me I worked with a man he was a good Christian man I didn't really want to hear what he had to say he didn't really want to hear what I had to say but we had a mutual respect for each other I'd walk away from him and he'd walk away from me we worked at the factory together, our Donald and sons worked there. He was my pressman, and I was his assistant pressman. And all that changed one day when a little eight-year-old boy came in the bedroom of his drunk daddy, walked up to me after I'd done bragged about how I was going to go fishing the next day, which was Sunday. Now, I didn't know no better. I was not going to say anything wrong with fishing. Just I didn't have any regard for God. When I growed up, the only time I ever heard God's name used, he got the blame for everything. It was G D this, G D that. That was okay for mom and dad. One day outside I'd do it. They washed my mouth out with soap. Next time I thought about saying something like that, I started tasting soap. But i bragged about going to go fishing the next morning with my cousin as we sat out there in his driveway and got drunk and I drove home with one end over one eye because I was seeing double. Next morning, getting ready to go fishing, my bedroom door opened up. A little 8 year old boy walked in that bedroom with his drunk daddy. Little tears running down his cheeks. Little lip a-quivering, about like this little girl right here. Walked up to his drunk daddy, about 210 pounds, drunk. And he said, Daddy, he said, will you please go church with me today? And I'll just tell you bluntly, for the first time in my life, at the age of 34 years old, I saw the real Lady Wade. Hey, I've been seeing the one I wanted to see all along. I had never seen this one. I saw Lady Wade lost and undone. And I could have told you no. I could have told you no. I could have told you no. That little eight year old boy, boy, he got the best of me. I remember crushing on that load. I choked on the word, but bit my tongue. And I told that little boy, I said, of course, he's the furthest thing in my mind. I said, of course, daddy go to church you today. He ran out of the bedroom. Mama, mama, daddy's going to church me today. Daddy's going to church me today. Oh my, the Bible says also in, Proverbs chapter seventeen verse six: The glory of the children are their fathers. They look up to them. They think they're dead, to whoop anybody else's dead. They think they're dead on the moon. Thank God for I got a heavenly father now. My father's done graduated this life. He's done gone. But the package, dad's done. Graduated this life. Maybe your dad's still alive. You know, I was to say, I'm broke down over here. Can you come help me? And he shows up with the jumper cables or the, or the cold chain or something to help you. You know what I'm talking about? Thank God for that. Well, when they're gone, you'll know it. He went you wouldn't run down at home, mama, mama, daddy's going to church me today. My wife been trying to get me to go to church. I've been married 47 years. She been trying to get me to go to church. Well, no problem till her no. Just that little lady, little boy. What a boy! Boy, I took some guts. I like David and Goliath. Knocked some bark off my head. There was no missing what the problem was. The problem was he was doing what I should have been doing. He was going to church and I was getting ready to go fishing. And I'll just tell you, thank God for little 8-year-old boys that'll step up to the plate and tell their drunk daddies that they need to get in church and they need to get saved. Ronnie got saved at the age of 70-some years old. I got saved at the age of 34 years old. That man I was telling you about that I worked with, I wasn't looking for him. He'd always try to tell me about Jesus. I didn't have time. I didn't want to hear. But now that I did want to hear, I couldn't find it. I went all through our dollars, sons. I worked there 32 years. I went all through dollars. Ten acres underneath the roof. you see seen Wendell Shaw? They'd say, hey, we're beasts. We don't he is. They didn't have the problem I had. You see, you get good and lost, you'll do a lot of things. Anyway, I guess they got tired of me asking one of them and said, I think he's in the foreman's office. He was. He's in there talking to the foreman. you get good and lost, you'll do a lot of things. I went in that foreman's office with them talking about printing. I said, look, I don't care what one of y'all is talking about. I said, I'm lost. Go ahead. I said, can anybody tell me how to be saved? I'd like to have a camera sharing, got a picture to look on them two men's faces. That, that foreman, I didn't even know he was a Christian. He had never really conducted himself in a manner that led me to believe he was one, and I don't have anything against him. He, you know, we just don't all see everything, we see some things, we don't see it all. They're former, and he quoted like, you know, Acts 16.31, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. Romans 10, 13, but shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Maybe Acts, you know, 2.38. repent be baptized. I'll just tell you, I didn't know none of that. It just went over my head. <laughs> that man I've been trying to run down and find, he solved the problem. You know what he did? He said, Eddie, let's leave right now. We walked outside that foreman's office, between the foreman's office and the bathroom, a hallway there, people brushing our shoulders on each side. He told me the greatest thing I ever heard in my life. You know what he told me? He said, Eddie Jesus loves you. He said, Eddie Jesus wants to save you. He just waved you to ask you. He gave me the best illustration i ever heard in my life. He said, Eddie, if you're a little boy done something wrong he come to him said, Daddy, I'm sorry. He said, hey, what would you do? Well, it's pretty simple, ain't it? I said, "What do I forgive him? He said, the same way with God.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Boy, that rich I'll tell you right now. It did. I knew right then I could get saved. St- I couldn't wait till Sunday. This was bigger than me. i go home at 9,000 in the roll went back there to that back bedroom, shut the door, went there and left down by my bedside. I wasn't in church all. There, no. all. Never know everybody by my bedside. And I said, dear Lord, somebody told me you love me. Somebody told me that if I'd ask you, you'd forgive me my sins and you'd save my soul. And I said, Lord, the best way I know how, right here, right now, I'm asking you to save me. And lo and behold, hey, no, know you saved Brother Eddie. All my guilt, yeah. all my condemnation, <laughs> gone. Right. Hey, it's been gone for 35 years. Right. Peace of God, that it took its place, and the joy of being saved so wonderful, I had to go look in the mirror. Now, I have to admit, I didn't see no halo. I didn't really look no better, but it sure was different. What the mirror couldn't show, I couldn't hide. I went out there to work now, trying to figure out how to understand what happened to Eddie Wade. I'll tell you what, I'd go do it again if I could. That's the best thing that ever happened. April 27, 1988. My grandfather that tried to win me to God and wasn't able to get through. I can just hear the herald of heaven. Anyway, just got saved. I see old Grandpa Papa Ed used to cook moonshine over by Dale Hollow Lake. I see him take off on the streets of gold. <laughs> oh, he said, horse five, everyone gets saved. Come down here. Now I'll personally introduce you to Jesus. You know, we, we get a lot of opportunities We just don't do nothing with them. Like I said, the living know that they shall die. That's why we have funerals. Now, brother, he's more alive right now than he's ever been his wife. Just his own body. its what dies. Jesus told Martha, in St. John chapter 11, he said, he that believeth in me shall never die. How's that possible? It's possible because this body of death I'm living in right now, it's not eternal. Amen. But this soul that's in it, that's keeping it alive. Hey, it is eternal. That soul's gonna spend somewhere for eternity. Now Jesus wants everybody to come live with him in heaven. Everybody can. Everybody's not going to, but they can. He's either going to be a judge, or he's going to be your savior. Come to me and be your savior. He didn't turn me away, Sarah. Man, I wish I'd got there quicker.
0: He won't turn you
1: away neither. You say, but you don't know what I've done, he does. He knew everything I done. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, God's a reasonable God. He said, Come now. It's kind of an urgent. Invitation. Come now, saith the Lord. Let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, He said, "I'll make them white snow." Though they be red like crimson, He said, "I'll make them as wool." He's got the cure for our problem. I couldn't clean old Eddie it, wayed it up. Matter of fact, even after I got saved, I took God's name in vain at that work, but it was different this time. I got in the hammer and said, "Lord, I'm sorry." And all the men that worked me, those six men. That I speak in horse life, they will expect me up that day. And any other time, they saw something real. with God. We can show people something real. That's what the world needs. They see something real.
0: Somebody really
1: saved. Somebody that really knows the Lord and knows in personally what's missing in our world today. We're going to of them. The Bible says they profess they know Christ, but in works they deny Him. I mean, like I said, I worked with that foreman and I did not know he was saved. I know he is now. I know he is as of that day I got saved, but I didn't know it before. We're supposed to walk worthy of that name. Hey, we're supposed to live righteous, God, and soberly in this present world. Hey, in left behind the testimony. baby, please God, you leave some behind Ronnie left his. Couldn't get no better than that. You
2: know. He
1: might have got it in late, but he got it in. Amen. 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 Some of y'all ain't in yet. The right. devil's sitting there beside you saying, you got plenty of time. Remember, he's a liar and father of I had a funeral one time. My aunt asked me to do the funeral of her father, John David Smith. Sure, made. I'll be glad to.
0: Sitting on the front
1: row was her beloved son Chuck Donalds, my first cousin. He's an honorary pallbearer. I done John David Smith's funeral, no problem at all. Good godly man. Rest of the month, I got another phone call from my aunt. Can you do the funeral of my son Chuck? Sitting on the front row. Didn't even have a month. Actually, part of that young boy. I sit down at the table with Same year old girl. She has blonde hair like you and blue eyes just like you. She's my daughter. I had no idea next time I'd see her, she'd be laying in a coffin. She was 17 in one week. Our last but a vapor. Perish for a little while. Then vanishes away. It ain't no fun to do funerals. I'll tell you that right now. You're standing between the living and the dead. You're trying to tell people, Hey, don't put this off. Do something about this. Ronnie put it. He done something about it. Right. Amen. 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 Ain't no problem with Ronnie's field. we' going to be one when well, it didn't leave no testimony behind. And I for sure ain't going to lie. I'll tell you right now, I've got to answer God one day. I'll stand just like you will. He'll say either well done, or I'll say "Well Woe me. I'm going to heaven by the grace of God. but I'll tell you what. When we get there, we're going to be judged on just what we did with that name, Jesus Christ. What we've done with the body of Christ. Hey, I'm telling you, buddy. I'm going to heaven by the grace of God. Those rewards can be burnt. Well, they can be handed to you to see what you could have had or you see what you should have had. When you get there, you can lose those rewards. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not worried about going to hell. Thank God for that. I did it for 34 years if I was to go to hell now, Jesus has to go with me because said, I'll never leave you. I'm with you always, even in the world. Amen. Right. He done something about knowing He's going to die. Some of you listen to me right now. You haven't done nothing about it. And you die. You don't know you'll be here tomorrow. I'm telling you. The Bible says both night or tomorrow. You don't know what a day may bring. Sometimes tomorrow ain't on your calendar. Right. Sometimes I'm telling you there's a day appointed, and the Bible says in Hebrews chapter nine, verse twenty-seven, as it's appointed unto man wants to die, and after that the judgment. You won't cancel that appointment, but you can do something about it. My brother here, he got it fixed up. He's in the joys of the Lord. Hey, ain't know that. Well, I know that's every day I got saved. But I've read my Bible through 20 times. It says the same thing every single time. <laughs> Jesus Christ came to this world to save sinners. I'm one of them. Save me. Save me, save anybody. The day I got baptized, a man I worked with. Come up there and he said, I refuse to believe that I can save someone like you. I couldn't even argue with it. God specializes in saving sinners. I don't care what you've done. If you'll come to him, he said in John chapter 6 verse 37. He said, I'll in no wise turn you away. So will not be no blaming him. He said in John chapter 5 verse 40, made it a little personal here. He said, you will not come to me that you may have life. That's pretty personal. I'll tell you right now, all of sin comes short of the glory of God, Romans three twenty three. All the love God so loved the world, gave His only begotten Son, whose believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Everybody's favorite verse, John three sixteen. Paul said of a truth, Christ Jesus came to this world to save sinners, of whom I'm chief. He saved the cheapest of sinners. He saved common sinners like you and me. Amen i tell you what, it ain't no fun to do a funeral. I just want you to know this. This man up here is pleading with you to do like Brother Ronnie did. Do something about it before death shows up. This body. This body of death. Paul said, Who said the me? This body of death. He said, Thanks be unto God there in John. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. Thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory through Christ Jesus our Lord. You can get saved, you got victory over there. Hey, I couldn't die if I wanted to. I've got eternal life. One day they'll say anyway's dead, and you two should tell us that why. I'll tell you right now, praise God, I'm in this body of death. I know that. I'm seventy Well, I'll soon be seventy years old February the twentieth, if I make it that far. But whether I do, whether I don't, I'm good to go is good to go. Man, I'm telling you. We gotta let go down here. Down here we got no continuing city. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 14 says, but we seek one to come. Where I'm going, continuing city. Down here, they'll burn them down, they'll bulldoze them down. Where I'm going, the streets of gold. Everybody's happy there be kind of sad get up there somebody you love didn't make it with you. be kind of sad say where are they at Jonathan told David he said "Tomorrow's a new moon your seed will be empty you'll be missed there'll be a lot of empty seeds up there in heaven people <laughs> have got to do something with this Jesus Paul said there in Matthew chapter 27 what shall I do with this Jesus which is called Christ I'll tell you what you to do something with it. Every knee is going to bow to him. Even the old devil, he knows it. Every tongue is going to confess that he's Lord. I've already done both of them. I bowed my knee. April 27, 1988. i done called him Lord. Hey, I'm not my own no more. I've been bought with a price. I sleep better. My wife, she said, I wish I could sleep like you. I said, honey, just get right with God. It's a package deal. I sleep so much better since I got Amen. right with God. Man, oh man, I can sleep standing up. I can sleep driving the car. Shouldn't do it, but I'll do it. Man, oh man, I got one now. You push a button up have it for you. I don't recommend anything, man. But oh my. Hey, listen. Ronnie. knew. The Bible says the living know that they shall die. Job said, man dies and where he is he? Luke 16 talks about two men that died. One of them went to hell, and the other went to where Abraham was. What is Abraham's bosom? Read that. Said he saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. God told Abraham his children would be like the stars of the sky without number, like the sand of the sea, can't be counted. They're rich men. Saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. Him being in hell and torments, he cried out, Send Lazarus! He may get his finger and water and cool my tongue. I'm tormenting in his flame. And if that wasn't enough, he said, Send him my five brethren, lest they come to this awful place. People in hell don't want nobody to come down there and join them. I'm telling you what, buddy, uh, you, you may not think about it like I do, but I'm glad I'm going to heaven. You can go too if you'll talk to the one that's the door of heaven. John 10, 9, Jesus said, I'm the door. Any man enter in, he shall be saved. You can go to that door. It won't be locked. You can knock. He'll open up and say, Come on in. Sounds simple. Hey, it was simple. Yeah, it wasn't simple. I couldn't have got it. I was there by myself. I didn't know. I didn't know John 3, 16. But I knew I'd forgive my son. I knew no matter what my little boy done. And I loved him enough to forgive him. And it made me realize God would forgive me. It don't take a whole lot of faith to please God, but you've got to have Amen. some. Everybody come to Jesus. He said, you believe I can do this? One man at least, he was honest. He said, yeah, Lord, help my unbelief. Well, he helped my unbelief. He saved me. I don't have a problem believing after that. I'll tell you right now. Psalms chapter 34, verse 8 <coughs> it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I know what that means. I got Buffet life. April 27, 1980. I've been suffering with Jesus now for 35 years. I know what that verse means. Taste and see that it's good. I didn't know before April 27th, but I do now. Maybe you've never tasted, maybe you're trying to hold on to something that you can't let go of. But I'll tell you one thing. Let me see what the official time is there. I'll tell you one thing. Best trade I ever made when I let go of what I had. And I took what God offered. Oh, my. You know, I've never been saved before. And I talked to a lot of people, and they tried to describe it, Brother Patrick. I have to admit, it's better felt than telled. It's kind of hard to put in words. I don't know how you put the word joy on speaking. That's part of it. Peace that past understanding. Like I said, I buried all my family. I'm the last one left. I'll catch up with them too. That little girl, that was 17 years old, then one week 17, she gave her heart to Jesus when she was 10 years old. That oldest daughter got saved when she was 18. And you don't lose
2: from God. But I'll tell
1: you what, if you don't get saved, your family will never see you again. Amen. Or you can go spend eternity with them. You can talk out for eternity about anything you want to talk about. About the good times. About the mistakes you made. About, oh, you're glad that you come to Jesus. Let Him be Lord. Oh my! There's somebody going to hell right now. There'll be somebody go to hell before the sun goes down tonight.
0: There's people going to heaven
1: right now. The Bible puts it in these terms right here, Matthew chapter number seven, verse fourteen. It says, is a way at least to destruction. Many there be that go in there." At. Verse fifteen says, "Narrow's a way at least to life. Few." there'll be the it. I'm one of those few. I found it because a little old boy come in there pleading with his daddy. Got his daddy in church. Yeah, I'm telling you, that preacher ripped me up one side and down the other. He preached that day. I'll tell you what, he knew what this boy needed. He said, every idle word that men speak, they shall give account of the day of judgment. And I dealt for all I like can duck. But I'll tell you right now, buddy, he hit the bullseye. I a filthy mouth. Filthy mind, I just filthy all over. Maybe you do too. I'll tell you this, Jesus will cleanse you. He'll take you just like you are, but he won't leave you like you are. Anybody here in Christ is a new creature? Old things pass away, all things become new. Like I said, I wish I could go do it again, man. It's wonderful to be clean. I mean your heart's clean, your mind's clean. Hey, clean up! I preached on the street for 10 years. I'm sorry for being so loud. That's just the way I am. Too loud. Too long. Too loud. I'll tell you right now, The nail-scarred hand of Jesus, He said all the day long, I stretched out my hand. Now, I can't stretch as far as He stretched His, but He said no man regarded. Stand for Him one day and He'll say, I stretched out my hand to you. All you had to do was take it. That nail hole, that's proof of how much he loves (coughs) you. There's stars around his lovely brow where he wore our crown, that crown of thorns, that's proof of the love of God. There's nail holes in their feet, proof of his love. That big wound there in his side, where mm-hmm. came the came to blood and water, proof. They lived. Yeah. I remember hearing a story one time about a young girl, about like the young girls we got today, confused. She took a gun, put it to her head, pulled a trigger. Big city. Everybody <clears throat> got to gather around, she's laying there, she's dying.
0: Here come an old white-headed
1: preacher down the road. Saw the commotion, face saw the crowd. Went over there, made his way through the crowd, and there's this little girl, beautiful little girl laying there. She's dying. He's heartbroken. He said, "Honey, why'd you do it?" She said, "Preacher, nobody, nobody loved me, preacher." He said, "Honey, sure your daddy loved me." She said, "Well, I never showed it." Patrick talking about Ronnie, loving him. Tell you what, boy, we need to learn how to love one another. I don't know what's wrong with us? I know I'm unlovable, but I'll tell you what, I'll do my best to love you, amen. She said, never showed it. He said, honey, surely your mother loved you. She said, well, she never showed it. You know what? Well, you're right and everybody's wrong, they call it life is indignation. He said, honey, surely your, your brothers and sisters loved you. She said, well, they never showed it. He said, honey, I love you. She said, you never showed it. Well, that's pretty relevant. But you know what? light came on and he said, Honey, Jesus loved me. She never said nothing to believe me. Yeah. Can't say Jesus didn't show His love. I'm telling you, buddy, He took our beating. He suffered for our sins. That we could be forgiven. You know, we couldn't make through what He went through, but He could, and He did. And not only the Bible says the Gospel there in 1 Corinthians 15 I declare unto you the Gospel how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures was buried and raised again the third day according to the Scriptures. If He didn't do that, we don't have a Gospel. Then He appeared to Peter and James. Then the 500 at one time Paul said last of all, He appeared unto me as one born out of due time. I want you to know He done everything it had to be done so that we could have salvation. Acts chapter 4 verse 12 says, Neither is there no salvation in any other. You didn't forget about Mohammed. You didn't forget about Buddha. You didn't forget about Harry Krishna. No other name given unto heaven <laughs> But the name Jesus. Let that sink in. Because if you don't have his name, you're not going. I don't care what faith you are, there's only one faith that pleases God. And the Bible says that without faith is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and He's the reward of them that diligently seek Him. And Hebrews chapter number 11. That he that has a son has life, he that has not the Son of God hath not life. The wrath of God abides upon Him. It's all on Jesus. If you've got Jesus, you're good to go. And if you've not got him, don't leave without him. I'm telling you. That was the reward of his suffering, Brother Patrick. And he could say to an old drunk named anyway, go and peace your sins are forgiven. Yeah. If he hadn't said that about you, it's not his problem. It's not his fault. It's because you haven't come to Him and confessed that you was a sinner and believed on Him to forgive him his sin and save his soul. Because I'll tell you right now, He's ready to save the uttermost from the guttermost all that come to Him. If everybody in this room was lost, Jesus could save all of them that fast. Ronnie well, done something about his living know. But they shall die. Go out to the cemetery sometime and read the obituaries or epitaphs on the tombstones. Some of them don't go very far. Some of them go way out yonder. No matter where you go way out yonder or not so far, you better do something with this Jesus. Father, we thank You for the thought You put in our heart. Lord, I don't know the hearts that are before me You do. You know every need. You know every situation here this morning. You know, Lord, what's needed. And I pray, dear Father God, right now even though this is a funeral service, Lord, I pray You'll have Your way. I, I pray, Lord Father, that those that are out in the far country will draw nigh to You. And Lord, I pray you draw nigh to them. And I pray they make an eternal decision today. I pray that they do something about their problem because the living live and know that they shall die. Help, Lord, I pray. We thank you, Lord, for these people bearing with us in this funeral, Father. Ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm looking. There she is, a funeral director there.